Back at it again. What was We're that? On time this time. We are. To tell me what was that I, episode? Oh man, I don't even know. It went cra- crazy, and like it was, it was all talking too. Like, not there wasn't a whole lot of action until the last minute or so, but mm-hmm. it, it still went stupid crazy. Yeah, I, I, I just, yeah. I mean, literally, all they were doing was just chatting, but the amount of suspense in there, and then coupled with like how they just alternated between the Tiber speech and then the occasional flashback with Reiner, and then Aaron's serious face, uh, it was it, whatever they did was perfect. Oh, such a good episode, and with like Falco slowly realizing what he's done and bringing these two together agreed it yeah it was pretty crazy it's and like that's the type of thing that makes attack on titan different than other just d tier animes out there it's just like where else are you gonna get this level of what is actually right and what is actually wrong is there something that is completely right or completely wrong and then like we've seen these characters grow throughout however many episodes and like we have a very good understanding of all the things that have happened to them to to like shape how they feel right now and it's not just i hate everything and it's not just i love everything it's much more complicated than that which is beautiful right it's like yeah like we're the same but we are heading in different directions at the same time so i'm still gonna obliterate all of your people but it's because <laughs> it was instilled within us as children or you know that kind of thing yeah it's uh yeah it's pretty crazy but yeah i mean it, honestly it's crazy to how it's come full circle because only some so many years ago reiner was doing the exact same thing and then now it's um it's aaron's turn yeah yeah what did they say he was like Aaron, why are you here? And then Aaron said something like, it's the same as you or same reason as you or something along those lines. But yeah, like when when they they being, um, why can't I think of his name? Oh, Reiner, Bertolt, and Annie when they invaded the Paradise Island. Now Aaron and company are doing the same thing to them. Right. I, I guess like the, the slight difference is, is that whereas Reiner really didn't know Aaron now has like a much better understanding of everything at least and yet he still chooses to go down (laughs) he knows exactly what he's doing (laughs) yeah so which is which is like the one contrast which is and like I think throughout this whole episode I was still trying to figure out what exactly his motivation was like uh, what do you think his motivation is? Like, why is he, why did he invade Marley to try to just kill everybody? Well, I think it, it, it was kind of the same. Re- like, of course, it's different now because he has better understanding. But in a sense, I think it's still kind of the same as what Reiner did when he was young, right? Like, when Reiner was little, he was taught that all the people on the island were devils, and same thing with Aaron, like everyone outside of the walls is evil 
and can't be trusted or whatever. So I think like to some extent, there's no like breaking that or getting away from that. And yeah, I mean, I think part of it too is just like what, what Willie ended up saying is that I I think Aaron just kind of knows that people are going to come after them. So it's almost like a, we have to strike first. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, definitely. Because at the end of the day, like they're declaring war on the the island, and not just Marley. It's the entire world declaring war on on this tiny little island. So, I think as much as Aaron can, you know, go out and infiltrate Marley and understand, hey, there are good people here too. At the end of the day, it all comes down to, hey, I need to do this to save the world that I live in. I need to save my people because they come before these people, even though some of them may be good. Yeah. It's like either attack or get attacked. Yeah. Hence attack Titan. Attack on Titan. Exactly. Exactly. I was just reading through the comments. Apparently he ended up saying at the climax of the first 12 episodes of season one, he was saying fight 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 and then that kind of just echoes throughout like that's kind of aaron's motto like despite all odds he's not going to back down and he's going to fight and he's going to push forward and like there was no better way to personify it than when he busted out of that apartment building with his mouth wide open and then he eats willie tiber right there oh (laughs) willie's just like Oh man, I, I just declared war on them. I didn't expect it to happen this fast. Damn. <laughs> Seriously. But but yeah, I mean, uh, that was probably the best scene of the season. I don't think we will top that mm. scene. Um, I think it, the creators would be hard-pressed, to be honest. But You, you never all, know with the tack on Titan. It's very true. It's very true. But I did think it was interesting that like I felt like Okay, so at the very beginning of the episode, right, they flash back to when all three of them were talking about that dude who hung himself, right? Right. And then, and then um, Reiner was like, maybe he wants somebody to forgive him. And then Annie's like, I forget what Annie said. Do you remember what Annie said? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think she said anything helpful. Okay, yeah, I don't think so either. And then Berthold is like, maybe he wants somebody to judge him. And so right. it's kind of it kind of like parallels because Aaron he could have just not told Reiner at all he could have just launched his surprise attack regardless but no he chooses to talk to Reiner before and it's it's kind of like a hey let's hear your philosophy but also maybe you can hear my philosophy uh, so let's let me tell you what I'm gonna or why I'm doing this before I do it not that you can stop me right. anyways. Right. And it, and it's like Reiner is basically the guy who hung himself, right? And he almost shot himself in the head a couple episodes ago, too, to that point as well. Um, but yeah, he either wants to be forgiven or to be judged either way. But yeah, either way, he doesn't like who he is now or doesn't like what happened on the island. Yeah, exactly. And so he wants, he literally was like, Aaron, just kill me. Just, I, right. I did it. It, it wasn't because Marley told me to do it. I could have stopped and I didn't. And I told them to keep going. And then I kicked open the wall just so I could have a diversion and also see how the king would react. And 
But and the weird thing was Aaron ended up smiling a little later after that, right? And then he's he's like, Reiner, we're really the same. And then he like helps them up. And then and then at that point I was like, oh, so maybe you know they're not gonna maybe he's not gonna transform. And then he And then the electricity and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but because Reiner yeah. ended up saying Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say it's like they keep making like these parallels, right? But then they also make things look like opposites too. Cause I think like, cause when at the same time that Reiner was saying, just kill me, Willie Tiber was saying, but I don't want to die. So I don't know. It's like these parallels and then opposites go all going on at the same time. Yeah. It's beautiful. Especially because Reiner survives, I think. And then Tiber dies. So, right. But and then lastly, the part where Aaron was like, so how come my mom had to be eaten by a Titan? And then Reiner goes up like the next chain. He's like, because I kicked the wall in. Why did you kick the wall in? Because I had to whatever. And then why did you do that? And then he was like, because Marley. No, no, no. It was because because I wanted to be a hero and be respected. So like that whole scene, it reminds me so much of this like. I don't know if you've heard of like cognitive behavioral theory, uh, therapy back in like psych yeah. 100. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I was in the psych ward, they had us do something like that to one of our patients. And when the patient was very sad, uh, she had just tried to commit suicide because, um, um, because, and then, so we were like trying to get to the bottom of it. Like, why right. do you feel this way? And then ultimately it got like from, because I feel, uh, I forgot. It, it was it was pretty striking, but like it, it went from like, I hate myself to all the way, like after question after question of like, why, why, why? At the very end, it was like, because I don't think I'm being a good mom. That was, that was the crux of the, the matter. It was, yeah, so it wasn't like how everything that she had done, uh, like whatever, at the end of the day, that, was the main idea and so yeah I, I just thought it was cool that aaron just like distilled it down to the fact that reiner that everything happened ultimately because reiner wanted to be that hero and wanted to have respect right so, and then aaron ends up saying yeah same i want to be a hero too maybe i wanted to be a hero since the day i was born and i'm never gonna stop trampling my enemies and then boom transform yeah that was uh, anyway i mean just just wild wild crazy (laughs) seriously like i read the manga and i i didn't even expect that scene to be so just like jarring and shocking yeah it was like so intense and it's also interesting how like reiner has this clear ptsd from that war but then Aaron, on the other hand, is more, I guess, calm and cool and collected. I mean, I guess Reiner failed his mission and then Aaron, air quote, succeeded in a way, I guess, by driving them out. But but still, it's just interesting to see how like differently they're both reacting from what's happened in the past. Right. Uh, so, yeah, on that note, um, what ex- so what happened at the end of season three? part two i know like they tried to take over that like they had that big confrontation right and then 
they took yeah. the giant titan the colossal titan was was that the end no they after that they retook so after that i think reiner and annie and zeke they pretty much retreated went back to marley so then they retook the outermost wall right or i right. guess before that they went to aaron's house they found out the truth behind how the island was started they retook the outermost walls and then yeah so everything all three walls back fully back intact now and then they went like even farther than that outside the walls they went all the way to the ocean and right. i think that's where it ended where it was like them on horses overlooking the ocean yeah so and it's interesting how from that Aaron at that point to the Aaron that we know now it just seems like he's much gloomier and like so I I wonder what type of reflection he had to go through in these past four years because there wasn't anybody attacking him it was just like them attacking the Marley boats so right like for him to go from like that still little kid to now this like fully grown dude who his eyes literally look lifeless and dead inside until the very last scene like what happened because we know on reiner's side he was fighting in the war and i guess beating himself up about everything he's all confused but for Aaron to go from that dude to this guy now uh, it's like maybe they'll explain it later but if you have any guesses yeah i mean i I think it's kind of a similar thing that Reiner went through, right? Like, so Aaron has now infiltrated the Marleyan army. He's been through the trenches. He said he ate the same food, slept under the same roof. And like, he, he knows that there are good people in the, in Marley, in the, um, that he's like worked with, but he still has to like do this thing and wipe them all out. So, I mean, I'm sure that's not the whole story, but probably part of it. That's a very good point. Uh, and uh, like I think had Reiner known from the beginning that it would be this way, I think he would have even more mental problems. But like Aaron, it's it's basically like Aaron as a warrior candidate, except he already knows everything that's going to happen. And like he has, still has to plan it and think about it and be like, well, if we don't do it, then they're going to wipe us out. So we have to do it. But if we do it, then we're going to kill a bunch of these people who, much like the people in the walls, probably have a bunch of good people with them, uh, with them too. So and I see right. what you're saying, definitely. And that makes a lot of sense. I feel like that could definitely take a toll on the mental uh, as, uh, mental state of somebody. So makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, crazy episode. Yeah, but I mean, I will say the fact that we can like, ra- uh, like analyze this and come up with a reason why just it just it's another prop it's another like kudos to isayama whatever isayama the 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 author for like his in-depth just like thinking how the character would react and how they would what they would become and like it's just it's just very it, it, it aligns very nicely with like their actual motivations which is just beautiful yeah i read online that the whole story was storyboarded end to end before the first chapter of manga was even published. And who, who knows if that's actually true, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. 
I mean, for a manga, uh, for a manga slash anime like this, it, it only makes sense that he did this. There's no way that you could have just written this and then, and then been like, hey, because I added this convenient detail in episode three, I'm going to somehow weave that into the actual story. There's no way. There's no. Way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's stuff. beautiful. It's beautiful. Man. Agreed. Okay. Well, um, Agreed. do you have any other comments? Um, no, I, I think we can jump into the recap briefly, even though, yeah, most of it was the conversation. But yeah, at the start of the episode, we had Willie Tiber pre-show, you know, him being all nervous. And then what do you know? The Japanese lady comes back to... I don't know, greet him, wish him luck. I, I don't think they really talked about much besides her saying good luck to him, but I feel like that just kind of shows that she she is here to stay. She mentioned her clan knows all about him and how impactful his family is. So hopefully we find out more about her and her, her clan. Yeah, I thought that whole scene was curious because um, so we, we find out her clan, clan's name is Azumabito, Azumabito, and her last name is kiyomi or whatever but she ended up saying something like i just want to see your face up close and then he ends up dying and then also i thought it was strange that like when she was like she told her two guards she was like all right let's get out of here i thought they were walking away from the 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 like the the theater yeah weren't they yeah so i don't even think they stayed for the actual festivities it's almost as if she knew there would be a Titan attack happening. Right. And that's and that could have also been what she meant by, hey, my family knows all about this, you know. Yeah. 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 So, well, who knows? We'll so, see. Yeah. yeah. She'll be back, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I have a good feeling. But so then we move on to below that building and then Aaron's like, hey look at all these people above me and look at my hand, which is injured. Just letting you know. I have a, a little scratch here. <laughs> and Falco's just like, what? But yeah, it's cool that apparently now he can like control that and that he can control when his leg heals too. He can control when he actually turns into a Titan when clearly before they just slashed their hand and immediately they would turn into a Titan or they would get hurt and immediately it would recover. But now there's some sort of uh, control there going on. Yeah. So Aaron wasn't doing nothing in four years. Makes sense. <laughs> He's out here grinding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So those are all great details. And then they flash over to uh, Miss Braun, Reiner's mom or, aunt or whatever i don't remember their uh mom right his mom and mr yeah. leon hart so he asks about um reiner's dad and then miss braun delusionally says that what did she what did she say that was very delusional she was like um he was so happy when reiner became a marleyan or whatever and then we all know what actually happened he, he just didn't give he cared like he gave like zero shits negative right. and then they are hard it's <laughs> like hey my daughter's not dead he's like yeah she she's coming back don't you worry yeah so both both are delusional 
but Annie's, yeah. yeah, I mean, Annie's still stuck in that crystal, I guess. So maybe she's still alive. Yeah, but then they finally jump into the long-awaited play. Willie's pretty much just telling the history as they know it, which is, you know, we I think we've already talked about it before, but the Eldians dominating the world, and then eventually the Eldians get into a war with each other, and then the Marleyan hero supposedly uses that as an opportunity to take down the Eldians and put them in their place or whatever, and then King Fritz runs away to the island to to hide after they've lost. Yep. And then after he tells that story, um, the tall-looking officer takes all the warriors away randomly. And he says that, hey, Magath needs to go see you. So they're all just like, oh, okay. All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, that was before the whole speech, but... So what happened then? So Piek and um, Galliard get kicked into the well. So then, then they keep going. So, yeah, yeah, that was Armin, right? Armin. I mean, was it? He was dude. so tall. He was so tall. He was literally <laughs> this massive. dude's like seven seven two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was that Armin? I I was wondering. I was like, who who is that? I I, I couldn't think of it. Because it had to be somebody that the card type recognized. Right? Like, Piek knew, had seen their face, but Piek hadn't really seen that many people. So, I was thinking it could be Gene, but I have have no idea. I have no idea. It could be, like, Armin on top of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we'll find find out. Yeah, it it could be two people. Maybe you just... Maybe you just hit a growth spurt once you inherit the Colossal Titan. Because ah. Bear told he was tall and lanky too. <laughs> See, and that that does make complete sense. So there, there, yeah, there, I can't poke any holes in that theory. So but let's keep going. He was short before he acquired the Titan and now he's tall. True. I mean back when Berthold was little, I think he was short too. So who knows? Yeah. This who this knows? dude built like kevin durant now oh god kevin durant he's built like evan mobley uh, oh man but then anyways they they pick up the story but this time willie tiber reveals the truth as they have learned it because they you know their family has the warhammer titan and so their memories get passed down throughout the generations so yeah pretty much in reality it wasn't that this this Marlene hero saved the day. It was more that um, King Fritz and the Tibers worked together to pretty much diffuse the situation, right? Like they, King Fritz intentionally pulled all the Eldians away. And at the same time, the Warhammer family, the Tibers, they, I don't know what they really did. They were, they put together this, sham of a hero or something like that and stayed behind yeah and i I thought it was interesting that like the king fritz like i mean it makes sense now but like so he swore off war and then he passed that thing on to all of his ancestors but it kind of makes sense why nothing happened even after uh they the wall got kicked in. He was like, if you guys come and take the founding Titan from me, that's what we get. 
and I will accept it. So like when that happened, nothing changed, which was, um, which makes sense right. now. And then, um, uh, I forgot where I was going with that, but, but yeah, I mean, they're yeah, like, it's their vow of passivity. Go ahead. Yeah. It, it's almost like Willie was saying like, oh, those Eldians on the island, they weren't devils. They were, yeah, like you said, pacifists and weren't going to attack us. But now that Aaron Yeager has that founding Titan, now we're in danger and now we need to attack them. Right. Right. Yeah, because Aaron is not bound by royal blood. That is a critical piece of information. Um, but yeah, and then they flash forward back to, uh, they flash over to Aaron again. They kept talking about, hey, I have no choice, right? I had no choice but to do this. And Reiner's like, I had no choice but to do what I did. And Aaron's like, yeah, I'm the same. Reiner, did you suffer this whole time? And then once again, Reiner's like, no, I didn't. I did it because I wanted to be a hero. Yeah, it's almost like, what what are your choices? What do you actually have control over? Makes you think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't live in those trying times anymore where you know, our lives are at stake. Or do we? Yeah. Yep. Maybe we do. Maybe, Maybe we but, do. But the whole philosophy is interesting because at the end of the day, like nobody cares about, you know, some mindless killing, but like the way Aaron justifies doing the horrible thing that he's going to do it's horrible, but it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at, towards the end of the conversation, Reiner brings up like, oh, one time in the past you were like, I'm going to kill you all and take my revenge. And then Aaron's like, oh, yeah, I think I said that. And then I think Reiner was surprised because then he's like, oh, so that's not the reason you're here to take your revenge. And so I think, yeah, it's it's almost, again, like Reiner was raised when he first went to the island. It's just kind of his mission at this point to to take him, take him on and wipe him out rather than actually just for the sake of revenge itself. Right. Going back to the beginning of the episode where he's asking... Did he want to be forgiven? Aaron basically forgave him because he gets up, he smiles. He's like, hey, shake, shakes hand. He forgives Reiner for what he did. But he regardless of what he did, he has to go on and finish the job and like take care of this problem before the problem comes to his island and kills the people that he cares about. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah. So going back to our. Yeah, going back to our discussion last week when we were talking about, so what is Willie Tiber's solution to this Eldian problem? It was, in fact, to, to just wipe them all out. Right. That's the best he could come up with, apparently. Yeah, yeah, true. That's why he had to die. He's like, your, your planet sucks. I, I just wonder if in an alternate Stupid universe... Right, right, right. But I wonder in an alternate universe if Aaron had heard a favorable solution from willie would he have not done what he did like was he waiting and seeing or was he gonna do it regardless like 
if they hadn't declared war, if they were right. going to be like, Hey, let's, um, let's, uh, let's give out, let's, uh, I, I don't know the actual other solution, but let's live together in peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he had said that, would Aaron have been like, okay, cool. I'm okay with that. And Reiner, you're also forgiven. I, I mean, I guess we'll, we won't know. <laughs> right. But yeah. Pro- probably thought. not just because it all goes back to not having a choice. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, like you have a race of people who just by drinking some spinal fluid, they can become this massive titan and just they lose all control of themselves and they start eating people like uh, that's a problem. And like, what can you do about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Aaron turns into a titan right as Willie Tiber's declaring war. It was it was beautiful. Yep, and then there's not even a second of hesitation. He just like whips him up and throws him in the air and then eats him. That's it. That was the last we seen of Willie Tiber. <laughs> Wait, I'm not even I, I think before uh, he threw yeah. him up, I think he like cut him up with his hands. Like he had already lacerated his spine as he threw him in the air, is what it looked like to me. Yeah, I think he like used his hardening powers like on his hand, stabs him. As he's scooping him up, and then yeah, eats him, beast, beast. <laughs> but then yeah, did you notice that Reiner instinctively moves to protect Falco once I he realizes what Aaron was doing? Did he? I think so. Either he no, was no, running no, away or running towards Falco. Right, right. I wasn't questioning. I, I was just like that was rhetorical. But okay, cool. I thought because yeah. okay, I was I was wondering why he was like shaking his hand. I thought that like. Aaron was going to do this thing where like he would make Reiner transform too because he was touching his hand, but he didn't. So I guess that means his handshake was genuine. Like it wasn't like a, Hey Reiner, I'm going to pretend to forgive you so that I can shake your hand and make you transform. And so that you could, your big body can damage this building more. It was a genuine, I'm going to shake your hand and forgive you, but also let you know that I'm going to be doing what I'm doing. Right, like I still have to do this, but yeah, you're you're forgiven. It's in the past. Right, but the but the but that the handshake didn't have any other meaning. Like it didn't make Reiner turn into a titan. Right. Yeah. 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 What I don't get though is why either Peak or Galliard couldn't transform while they were in the well. They were like, it's too cramped. Like, wouldn't they just blow open the well? or the building that they were in that part. I didn't really get. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to kill people. That's, that's true. Yeah. I guess unlike Aaron, they actually live there and care about the people there. So maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. When I read it in the manga, I was like, I don't really know what that's going to do to stop them, but okay. But that's kind of, it reminds me of that one scene where Armin leads Annie into that, little like tunnel and then Uh apparently in there she couldn't transform or whatever uh like i don't know why exactly she couldn't transform in there but yeah maybe too much property damage once again (laughs) Uh, i don't have to pay for that out of their pocket yeah (laughs) actually oh my god some people in the in the comment section are saying the animation and lack of thrill was really disappointing this episode was kind of a letdown 
Get I'm not reading these anymore. That's done. Fake gonna... fake fans don't True. appreciate this one. The real True. fans do. Oh yes. Okay. All right. Um, what was your favorite scene? Um, hold on. One more question. Did Zeke get led away somewhere too by someone else? I think he did. Did did we see who? It was just some random person. Uh, yep. Seems like it. All right. Good stuff. Um, all right. Favorite scene was Aaron's eye when it changed right before he turned into a Titan. It like became not lifeless. Nice. Nice. That, that's mine. I think um, so. Mine. I instantly put down the end scene where he explodes. But Easy. Thinking back, also the handshake. I think like yeah. during the watching, there was so much stuff going on that I couldn't really digest everything. But talking it out, it all makes sense now. So the handshake has a lot more significance than I had previously assigned it which is nice right oh it was so good yeah very good okay um what, what do we do now questions um questions you got any questions of the week yeah let me let me dig through my mailbag hmm hmm let's see where were you when you found out that the capital was being stormed? Mm. And do you think this is a moment I, that will that you will remember as people remember 9/11? Yeah, I I sure hope I remember it, but yeah, I think I was just it was in the middle of the work day, so I was just working probably on some meeting or something, but yeah, I think I got like a notification on my phone from CNN or something. And then I flipped on the TV at that point and just let it run for the rest of the day. So I can just keep an eye on it. But yeah, it was crazy. They, they said it was the first time the Capitol building has been breached in over 200 years since the war <laughs> of 1812, Dude, which is insane. It's insane. Craziest stat. Like, yeah. And it was like the first time that a Confederate flag has been in the building, like ever, I think. Right. Among right. a ton of other things that have happened. But yeah, I mean, that was a wild day. Yeah. Where, where were you studying or in class? Yeah, I was in class. The shocking thing was, so I was in a four hour class and I was notified probably in the first hour. I, I saw the notification on my phone too. It was like Capitol building has been stormed yeah. by pro Trump supporters. I'm like, what, what? That's so why I turned it on. And I was like, Oh my God, it's actually happening. And they would just constantly kept showing these like people like scaling these walls and like opening these windows and jumping in. And then I'm like, Oh my God, what's but, going on? Yeah. So it's just crazy, pretty crazy stuff. There's one piece of commentary. I do have to add, um, as you know, Trumpism became a thing and he kind of became the face of the Republican Party. Like the other Republican leaders, um, it started to get to the point where basically if you didn't align with Trump, you were going to lose the support of a broad spectrum of Republic, the Republican base, which is scary. And so you had yeah. to just stick with him and like kind of support him. But like in the shadows, you're like, eh, it's kind of bad. And so it was almost in a sense when I saw this happen, I was almost grateful because finally 
there was a moment where every single person on the planet could see, hey, this is what happens if you keep listening to what he's saying. Right here, people are going to storm this capital. And then finally, it was so broadly publicized, it was so undeniable truth that you cannot help but have to reopen your eyes and examine what is right in front of you. And finally, people can be like, all right, maybe, maybe, you know, they're right. This isn't a me versus them. This is literally the antithesis of what it means to be an American. And now they can begin to heal. And so, right. yeah, it, it's like Ted Cruz, right? It, I think they showed a clip from, I don't know, 2012 or something like that. Maybe it was 2016. But yeah, apparently Trump insulted Ted Cruz's wife. And then <laughs> Cruz was like, don't talk about her that way and called him spineless or whatever, insulted him. But then now Ted Cruz is fully supporting Donald Trump. He was um, he was one of the senators that signed off on um, contesting the what was it called? Electoral college votes for the state of Arizona. But then after the Capitol got stormed, I think he's back on the anti-Trump side. Like, I don't know. He, that guy is just so flip floppy or wishy washy. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a dude that wants to become president one day. So I think he was just doing whatever it took to consolidate his party vote. But now it's over. Hopefully. Um, We'll see, because apparently there have been comments online that have been like, hey, January 20th, we're doing it again. We're going to bring so many people that no sitting police or law enforcement organization will be able to stop us. And I'm like, that actually sounds scary AF. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they they better have the the full military out for, for that transfer of power on the 20th. Agreed. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's a crazy event. It was a uh, January 7th, right? Yes, indeed. January 7th in the afternoon. It's a day that literally be in the history books. There, there's no way it won't be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, I saw the other. Was like, the meme was like, I'm tired of living through these history book events or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> actually though come on dude it's uh, it's wild but mm. yeah crazy stuff let's see you got any other questions from the the email uh not email but i did get a mail in yeah. question oh, here what, it is what? have either of you guys been vaccinated for covid19 oh nice great question have you I have not. I'm. I, I think I'm pretty low on the totem pole as a relatively healthy person who works from home. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, so I have been vaccinated once. So as you guys may or well may not know, I had COVID back in November, near Thanksgiving time. I had to spend Thanksgiving in home at home with my roommate. Um, Anyways, that's not the point. So I ended up getting it because um, our hospital had set it up with our school. 
And um, yeah, happy to report that I got it on Friday. And besides some mild injection site tenderness, which lasted a day, um, of which I could still, you know, work out through, so no big deal. Uh, I have no other symptoms. So, did you get the Pfizer or the Moderna one? I am Team Pfizer. Nice. I have heard that the second dose elicits more side effects. So just be be cognizant of that when you get your second dose. Well, I'm getting it in my right arm the second time. First time I got it in my left. So that way it doesn't hurt too much on both sides. But um, yeah, the needle, really small. It's like about like an inch long, I'd say. Yeah. So it's like a normal vaccine. Yeah. And then they just bundle up your shoulder muscle like that. So you have a little bit more depth to go through. And then they just poke it in there. Honestly, I didn't feel anything. But, dude, that um, that injection site tenderness, man, this is uncomfortable. Like, I, I would use my deltoid muscle and I'd feel it. I'd be like, this, like, needle was still, like, still in there somehow. I'm like, ooh, it's not it's no, no shoulder press that day. Yeah, exactly. But honestly, yeah, it's fine. After I slept it, uh, after I slept, had a good night's sleep, it was it was all good. Nice, that's good. Cool. All nice. right, you got any uh, songs of the week? Uh, let's see. On me by Lil Baby. Okay. How about you? Um. Let's see. Um, ooh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. What was I listening to this week? Oh, um, so me and my roommate were watching this documentary about the origin of swear words or whatever. It's on Amazon. I mean, it's on Netflix, um, but it's by Two Live Crew. The song is We Want Some Pussy. Hey, nice. we want some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, that's all. So, a lyrical so masterpiece, they say. Exactly, exactly. It's a great song to turn on when you're pre-gaming and about to head on out. All right, top three, top three minus one. All right, uh, last or worst of the week, I got Tiber. This dude declared war on the nation of Titans. With pretty much no plan to back it up, <laughs> he, this, this man was not ready to be attacked. So he he gets worse of the week for being so unprepared. Number three, I <laughs> number three I got Falco. I feel like I don't know. He he portrayed being I don't know betrayed. I guess it really well. I thought his facial expressions were nice throughout the episode. And like his thought process of figuring out who Aaron was, like, oh, he's his old friend, but how old? If it's more than four years ago, then they knew each other from the island. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I got uh, Reiner again. I think he's been in our top three like every single week. But yeah, we we continue to peel the layers of the onion back on him get to see more sides of him. Yeah, this time he was like, he was pretty shooken up by by the fact that his actions pretty much led to Aaron's mom's death. So it was another good character building episode for him. 
Number one, Aaron, pretty easy. This dude's a beast, infiltrated them, attacked Willie Tiber uh, on the moment he declared war. So easy, <laughs> easy number one. All right, okay. So we don't have too much overlap here, but I'll, I'll start off with the worst one of the week. Um, I put Zeke. I thought he was supposed to be the master tactician, and yet he just let himself get led away. What are you doing? Um, the third of the week, I put Reiner. Similarly to you, you know, we keep figuring out his emotions and um, peeling back the layers and finding out, hey, I actually did it because I was um, just trying to get people's respect and be a hero. And I think yeah. it was just nice because it was probably the first time that he really had to face the consequences. Like he's been spending all this time like brooding about it and just like thinking yeah. about these tiny things that Aaron said. But now he can finally talk to him. And so, yeah, I just thought that was, that was good. Number two, I actually put Willie. Um, I agree. You know, the dude has no plan and he gets killed. <laughs> but I thought it took some guts to be like, hey, even though, you know, the rumors and the legends have propped us up on this impe- like untouchable yeah. pedestal, I'm going to lower our family back down and say that, hey, we actually weren't the ones responsible. We were just like a, a plant. So yeah, I have that's fair. I have some respect for him for that, and then yeah, number one I put Aaron. His is just um, yeah, not gonna say more. I shall say less. In fact, easy, easy pick, easy. All right, well I think that was a great episode. What a great way to end the week. Uh, you got any anything else to add? No. Uh, yeah, it was great. it was a long two weeks waiting for it, but. Excited to see where this goes and excited to see who the Warhammer Titan is. Same. All right. We'll see. And um, on that note, I must run to the bathroom because I'm going to explode much like Aaron did. So peace.